Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Today we're jumping into episode 213 and we're diving into r slash malicious compliance. So grab yourself some tea, grab yourself some popcorn and come with me into our first story from Unsupported Platform. If you worked and time is not logged, you didn't work. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. I was in my first full-time job for five years. I liked it. I worked overtime weekly and I had no problem with it. And it was fun. The company was producing bank back-end systems and my job was to test the quality and deploy to customer sites. Today, this job is normally a job for at least two people. We delivered to several banks. My job was in such a way that it could make me deliver to like any bank I needed. I worked for three banks. One local and two in different countries. Different time zones. Plus five hours and minus three hours. If you were lucky, you delivered to three banks a day. And deliver to the bank means to wait until end of business hours of the bank. Set bank unavailable with proper customer notice wait for all customers to log out. Set to maintenance and deliver the update. Install, test and set everything as production labels and so on. If you worked on patches, it means you'll deliver at 3pm, 8pm and 11pm in my case. In our team, we made a plan of doing it in work time and sometimes from our home office if the time of leaving the building might be too late for us. But we made a policy that if we work too late, we're entitled to enter office later the next day. Policies like, between your yesterday shift and today's shift, you must be at at least 12 hours and, as expected, our company has its business hours from 9am to 3pm. And every day you have to work for at least 8 hours. In your free time, you can leave for lunch, etc., and that might not be longer than 30 minutes and not earlier than 4 hours of the previous log time in the office system, which collects data by scanning your badge on a, like, reader device at the door. And if somebody opened the doors for you, your badge wasn't logged. By the way, our company doesn't pay overtime. Our department was working on developing new bank with very famous guys at the time, And in the end, he bought all the colleagues dedicated to the project for his own and made an earthquake in our team, department and whole company. We lost our main architect and all the most experienced guys in the whole company by this. And from that day, I was the most experienced guy for all the banks in a blink of an eye. Our new department manager decided to send this email. Hello, in the terrible circumstances, please, if you have any idea how to help us stabilize the product, let me know. I was young and dumb. I replied in meaning that I only knew everything how to deploy on high-budget customers, and I want to share the knowledge, and 
If I need it, I can mentor others. Well, I think I wrote that as the most experienced. Now I'm a good fit for a management position too. I never got an email back and nobody was talking to me. Next month, we got a new manager placed without any word. The new manager was a Karen-like woman in her early 30s and actively started to make one-to-one meetings with everybody in our reduced team. I was the last one in. Hi, OP. How are you? Hi, Karen. I'm fine, and you? Well, I'm fine, but I think you will not be. Why? I looked at your presence, and you don't work eight hours a day. In the last week, you only worked one day for four hours. Today, you arrived at 12 p.m. May I continue? Well, you can continue if you want, but what's it all about? Just so you're aware, I work from home to deliver the customer site sometimes. And same as I worked only four hours yesterday, I worked 16 the previous one, because it was needed. No proof, no logs from your badge. If you work the time and it's not logged, you didn't work. Long story short, you're incompetent. You do not deliver good work, and we're going to penalize you over the missing hours. Oh, and by the way, you are not allowed to work from home anymore. Well, okay, but the main problem is you have to arrive at the workplace before 9am and you have to stay here for eight hours. Well, I mostly do. On Monday, I arrived at 7am and left at 3, which is exactly 8 hours, isn't it? Well, that's not correct. You have to have a lunch break according to Republic law, and you must have it for a maximum of 30 minutes. So you're allowed to leave at 3.30pm. Okay, I had no lunch, but yes, I will do next time. Sure, sure you will. So, do you have any questions? No. Do you? No. I just have one more notice for you. You may consider your leave, because with all the timesheet reports, we can press charges and downgrade your salary and fire you. Oh, really? Sure, we can. And I will happily sign your resignation. Or may I write it for you? No, 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 it's fine. I'll try my best to comply with the law. Okay, you're in probation period again. Malicious compliance comes in here. Next day, I arrive at 6.30 take a 30-minute break and left at 3 p.m. I exactly stay by on-wall device to touch my badge to log in properly. I did it for a week, and then product manager approaches me. We had some hard times, but I comply. In person, he was very good. Just he tried to squeeze the timesheets as much as possible to get work done. Banks are very strong in their decisions sometimes when something is mandatory to make ASAP, or they will not pay more money to the contract. So my product manager was like, Oh, hey, OP, it's a patch for bank today, 11pm, everything's prepared? Today we're delivering a small fix for an issue, so just test and deploy by customer, can you? Well, I can test it, but since I arrived at 6.30, I'll be leaving at 3, and I'm not allowed to work from home, according to my new manager, Karen. There's not any more I can do for you, I'm afraid. Uh, well, this is bullshit. You have to deliver, no one else can do it here. What can I do? What will I tell the customer? I don't know. I'm not allowed to do this. I'm on my probation period again. Product manager looked at me shocked and left. Hours later, product manager approached me again and asked if I changed my mind. I told him there's nothing I can do. I have to comply with my manager's new rules. Another hour later, 2pm, I was approached by product manager and Karen. Uh, hey, OP, can, can you re- repeat what you said to me earlier? Well, I said, I'm not allowed to stay longer in the office and I'm not allowed to work from home according to my probation period set by Karen here. And if I work and time is not logged, I didn't work. 
That's not true. You have to stay here between 9am and 3pm and do your job at least 8 hours a day. So you have two more hours to spend, and if PM needs you, you have to comply and deliver the patch. Okay, PM, and the patch is at... Uh, 11pm. Since I'm not allowed to work from home, and I arrived at 6.30, I don't see any time window that will fit to make it get done today. Well, that may look like that, but you must comply and deliver. But it will contradict my probation. How? You're in probation because you work less than you have to work. Well, I told you. I work on delivering patches from home and it takes at least two hours of work. And it is in time frame, out of hours business. So, I don't see any fit to make it done. Since I can only work from the office, I really don't see how I can fit it in from 11pm to 1am the next day to deliver to the customer and be here at the next day at 9am because I need sleep and rest. And that will violate the employment policies of our country that you were so worried about. Well, I can make an exception. Well, you're not allowed to make an exception by law, are you? And as I know, you're not allowed to force me to work overtime since the company does not pay overtime. And the overtime is like 25% up and night shift is another 25% up if I count it. Can you write me the resignation letter as you offered me? What? Well, yes, I can write it. But we have important things to do now. Well, consider me saying no to your generous offer of exceptions, since I have a life to live out of this office, and now it's uh, 2.58pm and I have to go shut my computer down and leave. To make it just in time as designated by the law, and to stay out of your penalties. Next day, I went to HR with some papers to sign, around 7am. Why are you leaving? Are you one of the new bank bastards? No, no, I'm not. I'm just one not working bastard, as Karen said. She makes me consider my quitting since I'm a big disappointment for your company. Because if you work and time is not logged, I didn't work. What, Karen? The one who's been here for like one month? Yeah, that one. Okay, so as I see in your record, you have a bunch of vacation and with the three months quit period, it makes you go to work here for the next... I know. It's only today. Well, go to the IT guys and give back the computer you have. Sure. Right on my way. I come to my space and make quick deleting process to make sure my hard drive's empty for the new colleague and call IT to take my computer. They arrive in about 5 minutes. It's 9am. Hey OP, this is the computer? Yeah. Then my product manager arrives. Ah, are you able to... Me, pointing to the resignation note from HR, that I can only stay one more hour in the office. Ah, I'm just leaving as Karen asked me. Who's going to deliver? Not me. OP, can you share the access information with Kevin? Kevin's the new guy. Not very clever. Well, I'm not allowed to do that. I I can't share anything like that since it was my access. And it looks like it'll be used after my resignation. IT asks if I've got anything important on the computer that I need to save. I said no, I purged it before you arrive. Oh, okay, sure. I'll ask Karen about the delivery. No problem. Be fine, OP. Oh, I am fine. Have a nice life. Just when I went around, Kevin, he looked at me with a smile. <laughs> you're fired, you bastard. Next time, consider not trying to grow into a manager position if you're just a loser. When I left at around 9.30, Karen wasn't in the office yet. I just smiled back and left. 
A colleague of mine who was leaving the same week from the same position sent me a text the same day that said, Kevin is delivering the bank. Nobody knows how. To my knowledge, Karen was loudly running around the office and arguing with everyone, trying her best to get things done. But after eight hours without lunch, she left the office too at 6pm. Which seems to me a little out of the policy because she arrived at 10am, but who cares? Side note. I had a friend who worked there about the same time I did that fed me info after leaving. Since it happened years ago, I can say they survived. Product manager resigned as quick as I did and left the company because of troubles too. He became a nice manager in a different company. Karen was manager for three more months and then she moved to a different city to her boyfriend who earns much more than she did. She became a professional mother. Kevin, who was taking my position, made the company pay some high fines like thousand dollar penalties because his experience wasn't strong enough he once dropped a whole bank's database of customers and transactions there is backup anytime but recovery makes it unavailable for hours to days a lot of people without money on their cards now i work for a much nicer company starting my third year we have some problems but people are great here fingers crossed and have a nice day you all our next story is in from xgrunt24. If I don't like it, I can find another job. Okay. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I worked at a small shop serving an electrical apprenticeship. Myself and the shop manager had a few run-ins and I assume he disliked me as much as I disliked him. I'd refused to do a job and told him he did not pay me enough. It was at the stockyards and I was expected to put on a set of waders, crawl down into a raw, flat reclamation tank and replace a submersible pump. Yeah, it wasn't gonna happen. Another time he wanted me to lie to a customer to make an issue they were having sound like it wasn't our fault. I refused and told him if he wants to lie about it, he was going to have to drive out to the job site and do it himself. He told me to keep my mouth shut and did come out. I think the only reason he didn't fire me was I was by far one of the most efficient and versatile employees. This fact had me questioning how much I was getting out of this apprenticeship and was passively looking around for another shop to apprentice at. My wage scale was structured and I got regular raises bringing me closer to journeyman's level over my time as an apprentice. So I had to find someone that would sign up to complete my apprenticeship as well as want to hire me. One of our better journeymen had gone to another shop and had introduced me to the owners. We had talked about what it would take to get me to move. Things were progressing, but nothing committed to at this point. Cue the malicious compliance. It's my evaluation and raise time. My manager calls me up to the conference room and explains that, due to my performance and the shop being in a slow period, he was not going to give me the 25 cents an hour raise, as my contract said, but was going to give me a dollar more an hour once I became a journeyman. 
We argued, and I told him if I can't trust you for a quarter now, how could I believe you about the dollar in the future? The argument ended in him telling me, if you don't like it, you can always quit. Oh, really? I picked up the conference room phone on the table in front of us and called the shop I'd been talking with. I asked the owner if I brought my tools over today, would I have a job? After a quick and uncomfortable discussion with his partner, he said yes. I informed my manager I resign, effective now. I loaded my tools up, punched out, and went straight to work that afternoon. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you, and stay spooky. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.